Okay, and welcome back to another episode of the Saucy Boys. I go by the name of Chaku. Michael motherfucking Stokes, or you can call me Paella Poppy. <laughs> Alright, so uh, we're back for another episode, and um, we're continuing our trend of, uh, you know, Women's History Month and all things women-owned, so uh, this week I am the bearer bevy. And I decided to pick up some Sia blended Scotch whiskey, product of Scotland. Scotland. Product of Scotland. Yeah. That's a terrible accent. But yeah. For but uh, just to give you all a brief uh, backstory on it, and then we'll jump into the show. Um, the owner is one of the first Hispanic co-founder or founders. I'm sorry, not co-founder. Uh, one of the first Hispanic founders of Scotch whiskey. So. I'm not going to read, like, from the thing. I have it here just for notes. <laughs> but um, her name is Karina Luna Ostejewski. I, I don't know. I, I completely don't butcher it. Just butchered that last name. I'm going to say Karina Luna Oz. But it's, like uh, it's O-S-T-A-S-E-S-K-I. Ostaseki. I don't know. It sounds Ostaseki. But, yeah. Um, so one of the first hispanic founders of a scotch whiskey which is really dope um so i guess how she got introduced to whiskey is a friend wanted her to try something different and hosted a tasting for her and since then she's just been going on like tours and doing tastings and then you know from there and a kickstarter later she has her own scotch whiskey company so went out to went out to scotland and everything Uh, yeah i think so um, so there's a lot more to it, but if you want to check it out, um, just go to seascotchwhiskey.com and you can check out her page and it has all the info on there. But um, it's crazy if you think about it. It's like the reverse of what every white guy does. They always flock to Mexico and found and, their and get tequila, their tequila. <laughs> yeah. And she, like she's like, all right, I'm gonna go to Scotland. She's and like, fuck making a tequila. I'm yeah. about to make some fucking whiskey. That's fucking dope. So that's dope. She, you know, breaking barriers. Hey, Sia, this shit is fire. I fuck with it. Um, But let's see. And what is the name of our beverage? So the name of the beverage is called uh, Glasgow Mule. Mm-hmm. And it is made with some Sia Scotch whiskey, um, ginger beer, and some lime. You know, so pretty simple recipe. Very easy. Um, Very easy to make. We'll probably post a video up on our tiktok (laughs) (laughs) old niggas on tiktok yeah um but yeah we'll probably post a video up on tiktok but um so for the for the the whiskey the the color is a rich honey gold and uh the nose is vanilla and caramel and the finish is a smooth finish with just a hint of smoke i don't even taste the smoke but then again we didn't try it straight we we didn't get to try it straight up and then um the taste is uh lemon zest mandarin orange and honey it's crazy to me that they can pick i mean if you were there making it i guess you can like yeah this is what's in it but like for those people that go to tastings regularly and they can like point shit out like that that's amazing to me like my thing is like when you're making it and crafting it are they like sitting there like i wanted to have hints of this yeah or does it just naturally happen and then they just they detail it of just like oh it has hints of cinnamon yeah tastes like honey you know i I don't know it could be either or if anybody out there knows the information you know get back to us let us know but um i have to try this straight but so far like with the beverage that we made with this is actually it's really good no this is very this is a very chill drink um 
definitely a relaxing night. I'd throw this together. Um, I don't know if I could pregame on it, um, but no, this is this is some this is really good. Yeah, no, this is something to just like sip and chill. Um, what's a regular Moscow meal made with? Do you know? I do not know. Um, well, look it know, up. Luckily look for up. me, we have the Google machine right here with us. So look it up. Let's look um, this up. What I did want to say while you're going through there on the uh, the uh, the Google machine and everything for the the audio listeners only, how's uh how's the spring weather been treating you, my guy? Like it's uh, I always say if if anyone wants to know what we say by Texas weather is bipolar, please just take a take a look back at the last forty eight hours of weather that we've had recently. It's fucking crazy. We've gone through many emotions during this. These past what forty eight hours? Forty eight hours, yeah. You like, know, one minute it's nice and sunny, and you're outside. You know, just parading around in the sun. Well, shit, seventy two. Because on Sunday it was like summer. Yeah, it felt like a summer day. Monday it was dreary. It was dark. Fucking storms everywhere. Fucking tornadoes touched down. Hope everybody up in Round Rock is okay. And then today it's just like a perfect spring day. Yeah, perfect day. Um, but with that too, it's just like the once it because it was humid like yesterday yeah like all day leading up until like the rain started coming down and then right after that like it was just chilly i was like golly so i had to you know i had my little hoodie on back up in the whip just in case always gotta keep the hoodie on you boy but uh a traditional moscow mule is made with vodka instead of whiskey which well yeah i forgot but and it's usually served in like a that copper copper cup yeah so but yeah um so yeah, that's our beverage of the the show bevy of the week, uh, see a Scotch whiskey. So you know, if you want to support a women-owned business, you know, go ahead and pick you up some see a Scotch whiskey. My man's came prepared. Hey, at the end of this month, we'll compile all these brands together and put them on a list and post them for you guys. If there, if you guys were still interested in it, so you can go check them out whenever you whenever you please. Yes, sir. But um, I, I do have to say they've all been. Even though they they probably don't get the the notoriety that they deserve, every single one of them has been good. Yeah. Like I don't think we I don't think we missed this month nope. so far on all of these. They're all, all fucking good. All good. hits. All hits. All, all hits, bangers, no misses. baby. So all bangers. Um, but yeah, you know, getting into it, I'm still coming off of uh, the South by Southwest like high. Yeah. And I am worn the fuck out. Word. I am worn out. I just, it's so weird to me, like how just like back to back like that is just like when you're done and like everything calms down and the dust settles. Yeah. Here's something that I'm thinking about because like all these things come together. And since this is the first year, because we've already passed the official two year mark since the pandemic started. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy to think about like, damn, this is what we always used to do. Like yeah. we're almost getting back to that point now. And it's just like every like I keep seeing signs or like I get the notification of like, oh, this is coming back this year for the first time in and, and two forever. years or whatnot. And I'm just like, God damn, I forgot. Like all this shit used to jump off like back to back to back. Yeah. And so we, we discussed it earlier, but it was like spring break. Of course, if you if your first week or second week, then you'd come back and it would be South by Southwest music week if you were interested in that. Yeah. And then for me. I always capped off that South by Southwest week by going to the paella cook-off in San Antonio at the end of every 
it end it, and I forgot that it always ends the the South by Southwest week uh, music week. So it's that Sunday to cap it off. Yeah. And shit, man, I went to it this Sunday and I was whoo, <laughs> I got litty to titty, bro. Damn. They had um, they were giving out these. Uh, so Corona got into the hard seltzer game, and they got something called a seltzerita. And they were giving them out for free. Well, it's not for free. It was just all inclusive. And so you just go and get them. Man, I'd have lost count of how many of them hoes I had. (laughs) But you know what you always say about day drinking and shit and how you don't fuck with it? I think I'm out of day drinking now, bro. Because that shit came back to hit me. And I guess it's because all the sugar and shit that those drinks have in them. Yeah. I was feeling good all day long. And then it's like as soon as we left, my head was pounding, bro. See, I don't know what that feeling feels like. It's just. So, like, I wake up the next day and I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to stay in bed for a little bit longer. And that's only because I still feel drunk. Yeah. And I'll be like, chug a bunch of water, do all my shit, and then go to the gym. You know, I'll be straight. Yeah. But. Like some of the shit that people describe whenever they say that they just did like I'm never drinking again. Ah, oh. like I. It's not like I'm never drinking again, but it was I'll never. I I might chill on the day drinking because yeah. I don't know if it was a combination of the drinks and the shit. Like the shades I got are kind of tight on my temples, mm-hmm. and they sometimes cause me to get a headache. And of course, I was wearing them all goddamn dead. Yeah. All I know is when we got back to the apartment, like I'm like normally, I'm a natural light guy. I love just having the the shades open and letting the sun like shine into my living room and shit. Like as soon as we got home, I started closing blinds. <laughs> I like went to my room, shut off the lights, and I like laid down on the couch with the fan on high, and I was just like, "Yo, just leave me the fuck alone." Like my head is pounding <laughs> That's right now, killing me, bro. It's like I took medicine. That shit still didn't work. It was one of them headaches where like I couldn't even lay down because it hurt worse since I was laying down. Damn. So I had to like sit up on the couch and I was like, this fucking sucks. And it took like three hours for that shit to go away. But aside from that, the event, awesome. Great it came back. Paella was good. You ever had paella before? I have not. You've mentioned it before. You Uh, said that that was like a dope event. So I've always wanted to check it out. I didn't even know it was coming up. Yeah. Well, once again, like all these events are coming back and a lot of people just, we're so used to the way life has been the last two years that we don't even think about like oh shit that that happens this month you know what yeah. i'm saying oh that's coming up like you mentioned like it, we're already in in san antonio we celebrate this thing called fiesta it's basically our mardi, mardi gras yeah. and that's coming right along next month like it's that's like it's almost here. kick off this week this week yeah oh shit it's this week up until i think the end of it is like the end of next some shit like that. I could have sworn I, I know, was I th- in like April. I, well, it's like the first week, I think. Yeah. But I know they're doing like a bunch of like kickoff events this week. So like I've been seeing nothing but po- I mean because you know industry. So yeah, well, I see like what's posted. So I guess they're getting ready for it. Like they're gearing up. And that's I, what we've been missing out on. I've never been a, a a big fan of Fiesta. I've never been a rodeo person. Yeah. Never, I've never attended the rodeo my whole time living in this city. I could fuck with the rodeo. I just something about Fiesta, man. Like it just doesn't. It's not exciting for me. Like uh, I, like waiting in lines for like yeah. chicken on a stick and like oh yeah, being like like Niosa, like that's just shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, and it's just like yeah. So my girl's getting tickets for it. Uh, <laughs> she hit me up. She's like, "Do you want to go to Niosa again?" And immediately I was thinking about how bad it was last year because they had it in the middle of the summer. Yeah. Because they pushed it back. And I, like and I was just it's like. right around my birthday. I yeah. remember that shit. And then I was just like, oh, you know what? It shouldn't be that bad because it's going to be in the spring and it's going to be cooler. 
But now you just told me that, and I'm like, fuck, it wasn't good. Like, it really yeah. was, like, shoulder to shoulder. And she wanted chicken on a stick, and the fucking line was, like, around the whole fucking uh, event. And then don't you have to, like, get tickets and all that shit? Yeah. So you got to go to, like, a ticket booth, and then... Your tickets are your you, currency Yeah, shit. once you buy the tickets, and you got to, like, roam around and find... And I was, know. like, thinking, like, that's not that fun. It, it wasn't... Like, if I compare it to what I went to on Sunday, no. Yeah. Sunday was just $85 for your ticket. You get in, it's all you can eat paella, and then the drinks are on the house. Yeah. No tickets, yeah, no a, no swapping of any of that. That's you kind just, of shit, though. Like, yeah. But then that too, it's like sometimes people get too rowdy out there. And like I see a lot of people like they bring their kids sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, y'all got y'all kids out here, yo. Yo, people be wilding, you yeah, know. Yeah, so. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it'll be different this year. Maybe I'll do some events and It'd be cool, but for the most part, I'm not really a big fan of Fiesta. Get to the shmoney, though. But uh, what I do like is I like how they have, like, the Fiesta medals. And yeah. I like seeing, like, different people's businesses, like, put, you know, different ones out. I think yeah. that's pretty dope. But, um, yeah, other than that, I just, like, getting ready for, like, summer. Like, I'm already kind of, I'm trying to, like, mentally prepare for it. Yeah. Because that's going to be busy season for me. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm already typically busy, like, you know, during the year. But this shit's gonna be on a whole nother level it's yeah i mean definitely for you because you got so many people that like are doing you know private events and yeah like i've already i'm kind of like booked like a month or two out so this guy and people are hitting me up to like do stuff and i have to move things around and i'm just like it's it's a headache i need an assistant (laughs) i need management i need an assistant like it's a lot and then i'm going through like this whole like rebrand thing yeah and it's just it's a headache you need someone to just be like all right shock you you've got a five you got a 6 p.m tonight yeah for two hours i need somebody to just like lay it out for me because you know doing like like the shit in austin and then like coming back and i like realizing like how busy that was and that was just like a glimpse of what's to come yep like i'm a little nervous for the summer and you know what comes with the end of my birthday too i was about to say like they're, they're going forward there is no like chill period right nope because after all that of course then it's the holidays mm-hmm. maybe maybe like what september ish because that's when like people kids go back to school and you know people but, want, people are coming back from summer vacations and shit so they're not trying to spend that much money but it's like as soon as october hits it ramps right back up again you know what i'm saying yeah uh, so, I mean, so, so, yeah, September kind of slows down, but then you got so many people that are throwing like Halloween parties early, so they'll do them in like September. Speaking of that, um, let Savannah know that if they have another Halloween party at Esquilas this year and they don't, and I don't get fucking invited, I'm gonna be quite pissed. Um, <laughs> well, she's gonna hear it, so yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, man. So like, uh, just you know, getting ready for all this shit during the summer is gonna be crazy, and you know. I'm I'm looking forward to all the opportunities and you know shout out to the the people that have reached out to me and and have hit me up about events coming up and trying to put me on like like put me on big shit. Yeah. Like I appreciate it. And shout out to Denny too. Uh Dennis Loy, uh real good dude. Man, super fucking like this nigga's always giving me props. This shit's crazy. Even though I'm like one of the trashest DJs in San Antonio. Fucking <laughs> 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 guy. That nigga was hyping me up. He's on the mic. He's like, we got Chaku in the building. I was like, oh, shit. Like, Yo, shut the fuck up. They don't know I suck. <laughs> now, now I got to act like I know, I, I know how to do this shit. <laughs> I got to do baby scratches and shit. 
Nah, but uh, yeah, he's always showing love, man. He's a good dude. Um, but yeah, so just getting ready for that, and you know, dealing with all the the wildness during the summer, all the the people, you know, getting drunk and wilding out, saying crazy shit. Oh yeah, asking for music and then getting mad because I don't have as much money as. I mean, not much money. Why haven't you played Bad Bunny yeah, yet? Yeah, that's what I was getting at. That's why I, I was like, and then this one lady's like, oh, you're black. That's why. Oh, what a bitch. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I guess you're right. But that doesn't mean I don't know who the fuck <laughs> Bad Bunny is. You fucking racist. So speaking of that, I do have a topic. And the topic is, is this racist? That now, was That's very racist. <laughs> now, that was very racist. So I had an event, not an event, event, but... I was out on a Sunday. I went to this place called the Kalachi Shop. Very good shit. That sounds good. Scooped up a, a dozen of Kalachis. And like when I was looking at the menu, I was like, my guy, he was like helping me out. And he was just like, uh, well, what do you like? And I was just like, I mean, I like sausage paws. I like jalapeno, <laughs> jalapeno and cheese and all that stuff. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was just like, can I mix my can i mix up like the kolaches or do i have to get like one a dozen of all everything he's like no you can mix and match and we'll even like chop the price and like he had asked me he's like do you like potato and egg and i was like yeah it's just like a breakfast taco he's like all right perfect he's like so i'll mix up these for you and he, he asked me something else he's like do you like um do you like bacon in it too and i was just like yeah and he's like all right perfect what about your friends and family I was like yeah we like that and he's like all right cool yeah he's like, i shouldn't ask that you people really like that stuff and then he continued on. And I like stopped, and I was just like, "Huh? No, excuse me. You people? You people? What do you mean? You what people? the fuck you mean, my nigga? Like, what's going on here? I and like, it, I like fucking around with people when they say shit like that, and I'm like, you people, and then they get like nervous. They're like, yeah. oh, oh. Or like, well, I couldn't do it because it's black, and I was like, oh, why? You know what I mean? And like, so that's what I was thinking. Was he like just? Did he mean it? Is like. Black people, or did, was it just like it, it could, your, your friends and family would like it? it? Yeah, and that's where I didn't. That's why I didn't go like ape shit. But I was just like, this is racist. And I was just like, oh. I question things a lot whenever it comes to like statements like that. Yeah, because I, I've done it myself. Like I'll say something stupid and I don't even think about it, and then like I'll think about it afterwards. I'm like, oh, that came off wrong. Like that didn't sound right. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't know. I've, he seemed like awkward, anyways. Yeah. Like he was one of those, um, those like I call them like a, a magi- magician uh, managers who like when you like walk up, they're not up front. When you walk into the business, they're not there, and then you just like magically appear behind the counter, like, "Hey, how can I help you?" <laughs> like, yeah, and that's kind of what he did. And he was just like, "Have you have you known about us before? Is this your first time?" I was like, "No, nah, I've never heard of you. I actually seen like a friend post it, and I was like, oh, I gotta go there.'" And he was just like, "Yeah, we've been here for like 15 years, and blah. you know, he's being like super nice." You people should have known that. Yeah, and then he <laughs> dropped the. Your people were like these, and I was just like, "The fuck?" Uh, like, I mean, like, yeah, we will, motherfucker. What what's it to you? But yeah. it was just, I don't know, I had that moment and I was just like, let me bring that to the podcast. When's the last time you had like a, is that racist moment? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I come across a lot of things just because so many people like come up and like talk to me when I'm like doing stuff. Yeah. And then I, uh, yeah, that's a touchy, that's a touchy thing. It is. Because I, yeah, like sometimes you get people that say some wild shit and 
so like that one party that I did, I'm not gonna say where it's at, but I did a party and um this chick came up and requested some shit. And then mind you, like I wasn't even the main DJ there. Like I was just like they called me last minute. I was like, okay, and then their instructions were just play whatever you're vibing to like it's just we need you know something else there to like fill yeah and you know so i was like all right cool like i'm the fill guy i'm for that i could just play some jams get people kind of hyped up you know make people drink whatever and this chick comes up and she's like hey can you play i forgot what song it was but it was like something just really hispanic and she's like well don't you know that this is a mexican party and then she like looked at me real like crazy like nigga it's <laughs> 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 so in my head like i'm just like yo she's really coming for me right now but you know you think about that shit too it's just like why is she saying that like why yeah. why you make it a point to say things like that if it's like you know what i'm saying like there's an intention behind it exactly are you saying it because i i guess if you would assume that i was a hispanic person you would have just like automatically assume that I had all that shit on yeah, hand yeah, yeah. and been like, yeah, I'll play that and fuck up my whole dance floor <laughs> for sure. Just for you, just for this one person that wants this one song while everybody else is vibing out, having a good fucking time. So yeah, I mean, we, we encounter that shit a lot and you just got questioned Like, is it racist? Or is it? Mm. Um, yeah, that seems like it. That seems like it. You know, a look is just as, uh dastardly is saying the n-word sometimes you know yeah. what i'm saying and if the look conveys that that n-word then it is it and was, also by i mean you live in san antonio yeah. there are mexican people who say the n-word more than black people in this yeah. city you know what i'm saying and they think they can get away with it that's actually one of the reasons why i'm with my girl because the first night i met her rap music was playing and she intentionally bleeped herself out and i was like she's a keeper <laughs> immediately i was like oh she's a keeper I'm like what she didn't say she, she didn't say it, it like, is it just because i'm here and like still to this day now we're going on almost two years together has not said the n-word around me and i'm like ah that's a keeper you know what i'm saying i think we've had this conversation before like that word really isn't like a big like it it bugs me so like when it's said it bugs me when it's said by like people who aren't black yeah or like aren't mixed but it doesn't bug me to the point where I'm like gonna say something to them. I'm just like, okay, like no, nothing annoys me more than like, the white girl who thinks she's black. Like they're just saying it because they think they're cool, or the, because like they only date black guys, so they yeah. think they can get away with it. Yo, and white white girls from DC, they be dropping that shit. Yo, fuck all that, and they like drop that shit like vehemently in front of you. I just like don't be. My thing is like if you if you have there's a tone, and you could tell what that tone is like. If somebody's being disrespectful about yeah. it and intentionally trying to like like start some shit but then there's like some people that say it and it's just like okay you didn't mean that you get a pass and that's what i try and do but when they <laughs> keep doing it when their vocabulary changes all together and they're just dropping it like after every other fucking word yeah then i'm just like all right come on now this He's is like, just, this is gotta, ignorant here. yeah i was like you this gotta, is fucking you gotta chill you know what i'm saying like I've, I've told the story about that like a few years ago i went to a bar and i met like this girl and we were like vibing and shit and then it's like it's like we uh her and her friends were like oh we're gonna hit gyms to get something to eat so like i followed them over there and like while we were eating she just starts yeah. dropping in bombs and i'm just like check please excuse me <laughs> check please <laughs> she i i just remember her just like are you gonna hit me up tomorrow i was like yeah never did 
Yeah, never did. It's funny because that reminds me. Of, I so since the new season of Atlanta is coming out. Oh yeah, I told you I was gonna start rewatching the the first two seasons, mm-hmm. and the very first episode was that white guy. And he's tell like, that yeah. story again. He's like, tell <laughs> but he was like, yeah. So I was like, what did he say? He was like, oh, like, like really, nigga, or something yeah. like that. I was like, really, nigga. Yeah. yeah. And then like when he was in front of Paperboy, he was like, I was like, really, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because he walked up to the uh, the janitor and he was like, yo, d- is he allowed to say nigga around here? Yeah. And he's like, nah, I'll beat that motherfucker's ass. <laughs> Yeah, but then he comes up to he's like, "Yo, tell that story again. Tell me how you tell you that." <laughs> yeah. And so I'm on some shit like that. Yeah. Like, if, like a white person says, "I'm be like, oh, I get around a bunch of black people. Yeah, tell them the story. Yeah, tell them how tell you that story it. again. Yeah. Say no, just like you did. Yeah, say just like you did. <laughs> tell how you did. Bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah. Oh shit. And speaking of that, I'm so excited for this new season of Atlanta. Yeah. I've been waiting so long for this shit. You got me hype about it. I was actually gonna try and start rewatching uh, season one and two. I still remember. I, like it's still in my mind yeah so like I, there's nothing i gotta like catch back up on and everything but i was trying to get my girl on it and so that was my idea of like all right maybe i'll start from season one just to get her hooked and then once we get to once we're done with season two season three will probably be debuting that show go for, that show for me like it's hard for me to like put other people onto it because for one it's like most of the people that i'm like associated with besides you are like they're all hispanic or like white and so they don't get it like some of the shit in the show like they don't get it and so even with my chick sometimes like she was like so why did they i'm like i have to explain it to you yeah (laughs) so it kind of takes away like the the whole like just fun behind like the show for me yeah if i have to like explain something i I, explain like lines and like jokes so i get you it's the same thing i i do that shit with my girl all the time of like I'll watch. I've said this before. I, sometimes I have to remind myself that she she's not from here, and she didn't grow up here. So like things that I know, because they're like culturally entrenched in being an American, being like a, a black American in this country. Yeah, she has no idea about because she just wasn't in this country at this time. So I was watching something that was like going over like Pac and Biggie and how they died, and she was just like, "Didn't one of them commit suicide?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> No, it's like excuse me, <laughs> and I had to like calm down because I was like, oh, okay, you probably weren't here at this time. Yeah. That's why. So you have no idea about this shit. You missed all the shits. Movie with the sound off. Boys in the hood. Love this part. Yeah. It always. I. I, I actually. It actually reminds me of. Um, Don't be a menace. Whenever I see this, because <laughs> I think of Marlon Wayans when this scene's happening and shit. He's like her her grandma must have smelled the sex in the air or something. That's what she busting with. The, <laughs> she busting with the leather on, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, baby, let Granny have. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man, movie's crazy. Um, but I did have another moment. <laughs> Ricky, <laughs> Ricky. I always think of uh, the camera online sent to her son like like Ricky from Boys in the Hood on uh damn that's i really mean it yeah i really mean yeah it. yeah he drops that shit so those are the two things i come up with but also since we're talking about like things coming back in and and happening again post covid i did mention it earlier we are two years into the covid world now exactly and i had a moment where i was just doing some grocery shopping the other day <laughs> and i ran into somebody that i like I literally haven't seen since prior to COVID. 
Damn. And I was just like, fuck. Yeah. And it's like, no ill, we, there's no ill will, none of that shit. Like, it's, he's actually like, I know him through another good friend of mine. And like, you know, we just chopped it up real quick and just kept it moving. I just started thinking, I was like, how many more fucking people are out there that like, I'm cool with, don't have no problems with, but because of what happened two years ago, I just haven't seen these people yeah. or chopped it up with them and like checked up and checked in on them. And that's why I was like thinking it was like, there's other people, there's definitely people in your life that you haven't oh, fuck yeah. like checked in on and shit. Yeah. Um, especially doing this shit. Cause like I meet a lot of people when I'm out. And so like, I tend to, you know, have a, a relationship with them, like, you know, on social media and shit. So we chop it up on there, but it's like a lot of these people, like I haven't seen in person in like, like a couple of years yeah so um i was actually at heb i was doing some grocery shopping i ran into a homie that put me on a, a couple of gigs back in the day yeah and i didn't recognize him at first because i usually like got like jeans and cowboy boots and like a hat on and shit this motherfucker had like a cut shirt with like his arms out and, shit, and he's like chaku i was like oh shit i ain't seen you in like three years bro like the like, like yeah like it, three years it's so crazy to think about that like three, yeah. you say three years and it's like damn that's fucked up and then it's like no not really because we couldn't yeah we couldn't really do we shit. couldn't do shit for almost for two years almost. It's, it's crazy to me how fast the time went by yes because it doesn't even feel like it was that long ago like i can like literally like vividly remember like all the moments where we spent like at the, the studio working yeah. on shit like working on because we didn't have nothing else to do yeah you know what i mean so it's just like there's no work there's no well i mean you were kind of working through yeah. the whole pandemic but to me it's the it's um what do they call it in the marvel cinematic universe it's the blip yeah it's the snap it it's literally the, yeah. is it was the snap like they snapped away our lives for like two for a half a year and a half and then we just start going back to what it was like motherfuckers just start reappearing and shit yeah and it's just like it's crazy because like my life is like i remember getting ready to ready to graduate college and then all of a sudden you're not walking the stage like that shit you worked so hard for that's not happening oh that job you wanted oh that's not happening like all this shit just like falling through because of the pandemic and then the next thing i know we're we're in the fucking we're in the office yeah doing nothing just hanging out and drinking a shitload of kettle one <laughs> For real and um you know what i'm saying like that's just so crazy to think about that shit and, and it's like you look up and it's like god damn it's been two years now it's wild to me because i think damn they got his chain snatched uh, how you gonna run right to the garbage cans though he a crackhead man yeah that's true um so I would say, like, the hardest thing for me, like, during that whole time, because, like, you said, like, you were getting ready to graduate, and, like, you couldn't even walk the stage. And then for me, it was, like, really the moment when my DJ career started, like, picking up. <laughs> Hit that nigga with yeah. trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my DJ career started really picking up, and I was really, you know, starting to, you know, network more and make mm -hmm. more connections. And then next thing you know, I remember that shut too. down. And, I mean, I'm thankful for all the shit that i got now like it's really dope to be able to do the venues i've been doing and, and getting booked but it's just like i had to i had to cut my rate that's that too i remember you working for like half rate during yeah. the pandemic 
and just it's cause. like and it, even now like i'm not charging my full rate and it's kind of frustrating but like i'm willing to work with these people just because you know like they help me out like they put me on to these spots and whatever so but i think you know going in towards the summer like i'm gonna have to you know go to my my normal rate and i mean you know if it comes down to me you know losing residencies and stuff like that i mean it is what it is you know what i mean because there's always gonna be somewhere that's you know gonna pay rate but hell yeah you know luckily for me like the the people that i've been in contact with and, and been working with like are pretty reasonable so i, I remember us like shooting the shit and like man it's probably towards the end of 2019 and i was just talking about like dog man like you've come so far like you've you've booked up your whole week yeah with the you got a gig every day of the week now and like we were just like laughing about like oh that's dope bro like i went from one bar yeah well like djing sets in between and like working on my craft and now i got like i'm booked up a whole week and then the blip yeah (laughs) <laughs> disappear for three years yeah, it just that shit just <laughs> everything um, just off the it's like what the fuck yeah like but then that too it's just like during that time it's like my weeks will be booked up but like i would do a lot of like guest sets yeah and i would pop in and but i wouldn't get paid for those but it was just really me like trying to like practice and like figure shit out and yeah um and so it was cool and i like i had a, a lot of momentum going into you know, like the pan, like we went on a vacation and shit. Like I had, I had money to go on vacation. Like a mm-hmm. nigga could leave the. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as I get back from vacation, niggas is fighting over toilet paper. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? This shit is crazy. Oh, the toilet paper was real, bro. That was a fucking hassle. Yeah. Oh my god. But you know, overall, like where I'm at now, like I'm glad things are the way they are. But you know, going into the summer, I'm really gonna have to switch up my 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 rates and, and all that stuff and yeah. you know we'll see how it goes um but with that like i want to say thank you to everybody that's been rocking with me and everybody that does rock with me currently uh everybody that's you know put my name out there or shouted me out or told somebody about me or shared some shit that i posted or even like something like i appreciate it i also want to add check in with people man yeah like if y'all if you didn't have a falling out with somebody or there's no ill will no beef even still with that clean that shit up but if anything these last two years have shown us is just how quick shit can just go away and just don't and how you just don't take advantage of it you know what i'm saying so just check in with people that you know just make sure they good you know what i'm saying even if it's just a little hi bye how you been something like that is cool but also like see people you ain't seen since since the pandemic make it's, it a point to try and do especially that. after the pandemic too because yeah. a lot of people are just going through like a lot of mental shit fuck yeah man it's crazy out there it really is it's so, crazy fucking world so you don't know how people are doing they smile on the outside but they can be hurting so yeah. do that it's wild though too though because like i've ran into a couple of people like since the pandemic and they were the ones that were like just in the house all like the whole time yeah and like them being out now like they're a lot different of course yeah you can tell <laughs> it's a lot different i'm just like man you can tell y'all niggas need a hug man i got you mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah so so but yeah check in with folks that's what that is see how they doing that's what that is but yeah that's what i'm moving on you know i wonder we got a little real saucy boys got a little real on you guys <laughs> for a minute there and see what the see it does to people see ya <laughs> um 
Shit, man. But like I said, like overall, like you know, being busy and like feeling as tired as I am, like I really wouldn't have it no other way, to be honest. Because the days that I have off are like the worst. Yeah. Like my off days are so bad, except for today. I had today off, and I'm just like so relaxed. Yo, so. So, like I come to appreciate <clears throat> the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because when you you put in the work during the week. I just feel like I've earned it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I earned a relax. I earned a chill on the weekend. And it's like, just give me my Sunday, really. That's all I really want. Yeah. That's normally, like, my one, like, rest and relaxation day. Yeah, that's, day like, the recoup to, day. Yeah, to charge up. But other than that, Saturday, I like to, if I do, I like to go out and shit. See, Saturday is my day to, like, catch up on shit that I ain't get to do with the house, like, before. So, like, I'm doing, like, a lot of cleaning and, like, organizing and mm-hmm. doing all that shit. But, um, you know, throughout the week, it's just, like, it's back-to-back, you know, between jobs and shit like that. So, I really don't have time for a lot of shit. I cooked the other day, which is, you know, it's surprising for me. That's a big deal, ladies and gentlemen. Because I'm always doing a, ooh, and I know how to cook. Don't fucking play with me. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to cook, goddammit. <laughs> but the the fact of the matter is the nigga's so busy. That's why I need um I I I'm seriously thinking about hiring an assistant. I really am, bro. Like, like a professional chef? Nah, I I can do the chef shit. I just need somebody to like handle all my other shit. Like all the shit that I like take a lot of time out of my day to handle. I just it's like running social media and like yeah. doing all that shit. Which, you know, you could probably pay like some, some like sixteen year old. I could, but to then like handle at the, your, at the your end of the day, media. it's just like I still want to have those interactions with people. So that sucks because I don't want it to be like I feel like it's less like personal, or like personable, like less. I I wouldn't say intimate, but um, it's a it's a different level. Like when you can chop it up with somebody, like after they've seen you play a gig. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, it's, it's, I like doing the, the responding, you know, even if it's like a little, like, you know, thumbs up or whatever, if it's like my quick responses, like, like, if I take the time to respond to you, I mean, that means I really appreciate it. You know what I mean? But I feel like every artist feels that way in the beginning. Yeah. And then after a while, it just gets out of your hand and you yeah, can't. Yeah, because it's just, you have a lot of people and then that too, it's just like my booking. It's like, I get booked. And I forget that I book something and I overbook. Yeah. And then so I have to find like, uh, you know, replacements and shit like that. Do you have a calendar? Or covers. I do. But it's just like even managing my calendar mm. is like, it's just like a headache. It's a lot of shit to, to handle. Um, and it's not like a matter of like time management or anything like that because I'm, I'm typically good at like keeping the schedule and staying on things. But it's just, it's so much, and I'm one person. So it's going from, like, doing designs and stuff from for, like, shirts and merch for, like, Saucy Boy shit, and it's just designs and merch and, and stuff for, like, my my DJ stuff. Yeah. Um, then, you know, taking time to work on music and write um, for, like, these film projects that I have that I, you know, and I want to put those into production, too. So it's, like working on a lot of those productions like working on stuff for the company um you know just getting a lot of shit in line it's like i have my day job and then you know it's like gigging almost every other night so it's just like 
then that too was like staying on top of the health shit, like going to the gym, you know, trying to, you know, maintain that. And so we spoke about like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. But we spoke about like mental health and shit and all that. I'll tell you what, like I and like I've known this too because I used to be like hardcore in the gym and shit. But just adding that in to my day of of working my day around like at some point in time I got to go work out mm-hmm. and get like a workout in. It's like so refreshing mentally. It is. You know what I'm saying? And it's like my results, of course, don't show that well because I eat like shit still. But I still do have my moments where like I'll put on something that fit tight like six months ago and it fits good now. And I'm just like, oh, shit. okay, and loosen up. It's working out. You know what I'm saying? But like I build my days around like I it's like I say, I always try and go to the gym at like 1230. Yeah. And I'll try and at least get like an hour, an hour, 30 minutes in and then go back home and work an hour, hour and a half. You know, that's that's my 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 go to. Um, but yeah, man, it's just a lot of stuff to, you know, figure out and it's a lot of stuff that I'm juggling around and I can't really, you know, pass tasks off to people and that's not really my style anyways. Yeah. But, and everybody's like, well, why don't you just focus on one thing? I was like, well, you got to think about it. It's just like, one, it's my main source of income and two, like the DJing is like my side thing. And then it's like trying to build everything else around that. Yeah. It's like trying to build the company up. You know, and then getting more contracts from, you know, different clients for like video work, whether it's like shooting interviews and stuff like that or like doing video edits and all that good shit. And then on top of that, too, it's like whenever I get uh, video assignments or like edits, it's like that takes hours. Like people, a lot of people think that video editing is like just some like simple quick thing just because you could edit some shit on TikTok or like a a, app on your phone. That's definitely one of the worst things that having a an iphone does to people yeah it basically degrades the the actual work that goes into creating something that's artful and, and don't you know get me saying? wrong like it's cool like i've messed with some of those apps myself and like you know did tiktoks and stuff like that and it's cool it's efficient but if you really want to like dig deep into like editing and like you know working on like color correction and like doing all that stuff they have like get the premiere yeah like they have the basic tools that you need on there for like some simple color correction and stuff like that and it's you know enough to get by on like small projects but if you're doing like a short film a feature film or you're doing like commercial work or anything like that it's like you need a solid system to you know process all that especially if you're working with like 4k footage and it's just a lot of shit that goes into it but it's just like when you pack your day out with that shit and you have to keep track of your schedules you got to keep track of your clients you got to keep track of you know what days you have to like your deadlines and like Mm -hmm. all that shit it's just a lot by the end of the day and so that's why anytime people see me they're just like man like nigga you look tired or like it's like yeah i am (laughs) yo it's 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 funny it's it's because we we talked about this before like we went from like physical jobs and shit and having like all this energy still Mm -hmm. throughout the day and it's crazy how when you go from that to doing more stuff that's not really as physical but like using your brain more yeah it's still very exhausting it It can leave you exhausted also and there's like i i reach points now because same thing with my job, I, I manage multiple accounts, like 20, I manage work, I work on like 20 dealership websites, mm-hmm. 20 per, you know what I'm saying? And then they change up every now and then, like every quarter, we'll switch them up. And it's like, even with that, I have like a service that's like a work, um, a project management service mm-hmm. that I pay for like $9 a month to do that. Yeah. Even on with that help, 
I still have moments where I'm just like, fuck, did I do something for the Steelers? Yeah. Did and I do see, that? Like, and that's where I'm at with this because it's just like, okay, like I got, you know, and not only like dealing with like all the work shit, but it's like personal life too. It's like yeah. a lot of big events coming up and it's just like, like you got to find time to squeeze both in. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like doing that. It's like I can hire an assistant to, you know, handle all my you know clients and, and stuff like that and booking and, and reminding me and people are saying why don't you just tell siri to, i mean it's like it's not the same siri because sometimes it's like i'll put that shit in and then it won't pop up and the next thing you know it's like the day of an event and i'm like and somebody will call me and be like hey so are you still gonna be here at six and i'm like what and so i gotta rearrange my whole shit like because i forget and you know and you don't want to be like you don't want to you don't want people to speak badly about you so you gotta show up yeah and so um yeah man it's just like it's one thing i wish i could do better at right now but i'm just trying to figure out what the best way is. i don't see how some people do it and people look at me like i'm crazy and like i don't see how you do it and it's like i don't know how the fuck i'm doing it i'm just i'm just <laughs> I'm, here i'm just floating through this I'm shit just like fucking here bro like trying to figure it out like day by day and there's so many like amazing things that i have like like that people haven't seen yet and it's just like I'm ready to put them out, but it's just like the time it takes to put those out. Like I have some crazy shit on deck, and I just it's like I don't have the time. Like it's just I'm I'm working based off of like other people's timelines. It's like all right, I can't get this shit now. I got to put this order in for this, and then that way by the time like I get these designs to somebody, I'll get this shit back then. And that's just the prototype. Yeah. And then once I get the prototype back, it's like, all right, we make these changes and shit on it. And I got to send it back out. And then I get the quote unquote final product. I mean, and shit, that was the thing with the shirts. Yeah. And that like, was just, and that was just Saucy Boys t-shirts. Yeah, 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 like, but like with the whole Chaku like brand and like all the shit that I have going off of that, it's yeah. like, there's so many different things. There's so many different, you know, items. And also you're a super perfectionist. So yeah. you, you have to be completely hands on with it. Whereas, like, somebody else would probably just delegate See, and, like, get it off. I'm not opposed to, like, having somebody else's hand in on my, you know, like, work. I I don't mind because I like other people's opinions on shit just because I may be missing something. But it's just, like, it's hard to get people that work as hard as you do. Yeah. And so, like, I can, you know, hit up somebody and be like, hey, you know, I got this idea for this, you know, whatever. And I send them this and I'm like, okay, cool. I'll get back to you in like a couple of days. And then, you know, fucking like weeks, months go by. And it's just like, and I get it. People are busy with life and, you know. Like maybe he forgot. Yeah. But I mean, even working <laughs> on film stuff, it's just like you can pay people to like be on your crew to do things. But I just, for some weird reason, like I've only come across like people like they just, they don't perform even if you're paying them. Yeah. It's like they show up and like they think being on set is just like this thing to like fucking hang out and like shoot the show. People's like, no, we have a deadline. Like I have a budget for a reason. Yeah, I mean, if it's anything like that twenty-four hour, uh, forty-eight hour film festival thing y'all did the other year, then yeah, I. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Like you've yeah. seen it like firsthand, and it's just like, like, are we making this shit or are we just fucking hanging out? Because if so, then y'all are wasting my time. Yeah. And it sucks because you have people in the position of director that don't know how to like direct and i'm not knocking nobody that i've worked with because you know for the people that i've worked some of the people that i work with like y'all work ethic is good it's just we had a shitty group and there was too many you know chiefs and not enough indians so it's just like you know too many chefs in the kitchen you know 
and it's hard to operate like that when everybody's like a fucking lead i've seen that before even in school um because i remember in the my my senior year when i took that real life marketing course where we actually had to come up with the product pitch it to yeti at yeti campus yeti coolers and everything like that and i remember 90 percent of all the get togethers that we had and that's why i like strayed away from doing it was just everyone bitching about everything we had to do yeah and it got fucking annoying so i was just like look i don't even live in this city and i'm wasting my time to do here come here and it's like every time we come and meet up all y'all do is complain and bitch and we don't get no work done so it was at the point where i was just like look i gotta go home so I'll zoom in, I'll like video myself in, FaceTime in, and we can work on shit from there, but I don't want to be in the same room with you guys. No. And then it was like, after when I started doing that, shit started getting done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all, obviously there's the the age gap, you know what I'm saying, between me and my, my college peers, because I was almost like 10 years older than all of them, because I, I was returning to college. No. I wasn't like them. But the thing that always annoyed me was like, they were like intimidated by professors and the professor in that class was like in my peer group. So she's like my age. So <laughs> it's it's y'all just don't know how to talk to her. Y'all don't know how to talk to adults. Uh, and you know, what? whenever I finished up school, I was thinking the same thing. Because like a lot of the instructors were like my age. And I yeah. was just like, oh, y'all niggas can't like. <laughs> yeah. Like I understand like, you know, the shits. But I, would, I guess when you're younger, it's like, like it's intimidating. So like for my class it was like this girl like kept it it was a, a girl professor and she like just essentially kept it real with the other girls in class mm -hmm. about like how shit needs to get done and they just couldn't handle it yeah like she just basically kept it real with them and i was just and they were like oh my anxiety i'm panicking Yo, and i was like what yeah. we've had a couple of people like that like they they fucking completely shut down yeah. and it wasn't even a harsh shit it was exactly. just like and a lot of my instructors were like really cool and it was just like I think one of them has said some shit and one of the kids was like, You can't talk to me like that. Oh I was just like, yo, this is like put your big boy pants on, like Yeah. This shit don't get no easier. I remember they were plotting to get her like they were like, Well, we can't get her fired, but if we when the, at the end of the semester when we fill out the surveys, yeah. if we all give her a negative review, then they won't bring her back. And I was just like, Why? I was like, She look, here's the crazy thing. She was you guys ten years ago. Yeah. Just like you. And she learned how to cope. It's like, if y'all can't cope and, like, figure this shit out, like, the, the way they saw it was like, oh, it's so much pressure, so much work, so much work. And the way I saw it was just like, oh, you're basically giving us creative control to do whatever we want. Yeah. And they couldn't, they couldn't wrap they their couldn't brains around that. that shit. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, I can't fuck with you guys. Like, I, I got to stay away from y'all. Y'all annoying. But it's crazy, like, how entitled you know people are now like when it comes yeah. to like school shit because when right. i first started going to school like after i first graduated like that shit was like that shit was rough mm -hmm. like them niggas like the schedule that they had me on and shit like my classes and then like i see like some of the the younger kids today talking about like how their classes and shit go i'm like what like y'all don't have y'all don't have to buy books yeah like y'all got ebooks like that shit's all i'm like what Bruh. Like, I had to go to the library, and, like, if the book wasn't there, I had to fucking, like, rent a book, and then, like, all kinds of shit. It was just... I remember ebooks was just take... It was just, like, being introduced, yeah. but it wasn't commonplace, and professors did not recommend you get them. Yeah, they would because, make you get that. Yeah, because, of course, the physical copy they had was, like, the, the edition prior, and that's the one they were teaching from verbatim. Yeah. So, I remember, like, a kid got, like, an ebook, but it was the next edition. 
and he was fucked. And my <laughs> professor was like, that's why the syllabus says this. That's why you need to get this one. That's why I told you to and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, God damn. So, But, yeah. So, but, um, but yeah, shit, you know. Little school rant. Little school rant. Little school rant. But moving on, we're going to jump into this music corner. Musica. So, the other day, I went down this rabbit hole of just Timberland produced music. And there was a lot of shit on there. And there was a lot of shit that I forgot about. Um, Damn. There was one that it was on the Dr. Doolittle soundtrack. You know what I'm talking about? I... I think I remember the song. I just don't remember. It was, the song. Uh, I think it was Jay Z on there, but it was uh, a Doctor Doolittle soundtrack. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Don't don't get us don't get us flagged, bro. No, nah, I'm not going to this motherfucker. Um, I'll tell you, what was because like what last year they same OG was on there. Same OG, yeah. Um, but they got like all the background music cleared to go on streaming, so that's why I'm assuming you're hearing a lot more shit now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? What joint was that? Because that's what led way to them releasing all the Aaliyah shit that was out there, which is crazy to think that chunk of his catalog was just missing. Yeah, well, and, and all and the, the old shit. Timberland yeah, Magoo's. Magoo shit. Yeah. Um, damn, it's not pulling up on here. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, I just jumped into like this rabbit hole, like Timberland Productions, and um. It's crazy to see how much shit this dude produced. And then one, there was a lot of newer shit on there that I didn't realize he produced. There was like that Anderson Pack joint. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another one. Hold on. I'm sorry, y'all. No, it's okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to pull this up real quick. Some of the, like, I mean, specifically the the Justin Timberlake projects, all that he had his hands on fire. It's crazy to think that Justify came out 20 years ago. Fuck. That's crazy. But, um, you got those tracks. Um, what's one of your favorites? Like for me, um, what is it? Socket to me is always oh, just like ah. one one of the hardest mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. Timbaland produced tracks in the fucking world, dog. Like I'm just that's that's that shit, man. Um, let me see. Um, ah, oh, what's the other one? Love to love you. love. That's another fire one. Oh man, the two factor authentication authentication came up. Damn, fucking you. Um, oh fuck it, I'll figure it out later. But um, yeah. So there was like a song off the the Doctor Doolittle soundtrack, and I was like, yo, like I forgot about that joint. But there's a lot of like shit that I forgot about. But then I jumped into this other rabbit hole of just like Justin Timberlake music, and so I was like going through his albums and. I feel like for me personally, the ones I fuck with the most, like Future Sex Love Sound, of course, was like one of my favorites. Justify was really good. But um, some of them breakdowns on Future Sex Love Sound, mm-hmm. like uh, what goes around, like that joint. Yeah. But like the breakdowns and like that shit was like my favorite part of like. But then. Um, the 2020 joint, the one that had like suit and tie and like all that shit. I was there. just banging that the other day. Like I put on a, a Jay Z playlist on Spotify and that and uh, suit and tie came on. Yeah, and I was so, just like, damn, I forgot about this. Um, but there's a, I think that's a crazy thing. Like, there's a lot of shit out there that you forget about, and it's it's wild that like there's a lot of super producers that aren't getting or they're not getting the recognition they deserve now. 
because of like everyone only knows of a hit boy or um yo hit boy been producing his ass off bro. yeah shit, like you know what i'm saying but it's just like to lead way for a hit boy you gotta have like your timberlands and shit yeah, but yeah. i don't know that's you're, you're you're talking about like a perfect era because i was like that was like the reign of Timberland right there. Well, the second run, we'll say, because yeah, of course yeah. in the '90s, he was like the he he was like the architect for the sound of a lot of the shit in the '90s, and, and then, then like 2008 through like 2000, I want to say like 14. Yeah, he was doing like a bunch of shit. Shit, I was gonna say 02 through through like 2010 because well, yeah, that's when he links up with Timberlake and starts putting out all those fucking albums, and then his own album. Yeah, that Shock Value thing. Yeah, uh, when did that come out? That was like oh six oh seven yeah yeah so like yeah oh seven oh eight till like, so he like had that whole last decade in a fucking chokehold also, um, but nah that uh the twenty twenty experience so I was going through these songs and I realized that I fuck with like all of them like all of them are super dope so there's push a love girl mm. I can't sing so don't judge me <laughs> um then strawberry bubble gum. I'm sorry, I'm just going through this whole shit. Uh, Spaceship Coop, that one was dope. Uh, let the groove get in, that one was all right. Don't hold the wall was cool. Tunnel Vision, I know you like. Yeah, Timberland's productions, man. For some reason, this shit just give me fucking. They fucking fire, man. And then Blue Ocean Floor, like that one was super slow, but it was still good. But there's a lot of people talking. It's like, oh, like that album sucked. But I'm like, this nigga made Man of the Woods, and that shit was garbage. Yeah, I was about to say twenty. I thought people liked that, and they hated Man in the Man of the Woods. Yeah, I heard somebody because they went to like a show whenever he had one here, Mm -hmm. and I guess he did some tracks off of it. But yeah, now that album was doo doo. Yeah, nah. Twenty twenty experience was the last good Timberland project in my opinion. But what I did see is um. This man Justin, he's been in the studio like for real. Yeah, like, I've been seeing those posts and shit. Posts. I'm just so like, okay. I'm like, yo, if he come out with some shit, he need to hurry up and come out with some shit soon. Cause, well, I miss some JT, you know, some good JT. <laughs> miss some JT, Senorina, I feel for you. It's crazy that Justify came out in 2002, and I can still play joints off that shit. Like and people it came still out fuck yesterday. with it. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Like Senorita, so crazy. Rock your body. I drop like I love you sometimes Just because I like that Yeah He got something to say to you Yeah that's my shit But then Double R posted the other day He was saying something about um, I guess NERD It was like their 20 something anniversary of um, Was it uh, In Search Of and I was looking at songs on there, and he was like, "He was like, what's your favorite one? And that is fucking hard. Yeah. Because that whole album rocks. Like, you got the lap dance. I think that was my... Well, you can get this lap dance here for free. Okay, so I'm going to say Rockstar was my introduction to like them, because I remember seeing that video. Yeah. I've heard other shit before then, but I just didn't realize who it was. Because when I was a kid, like I didn't pay attention. I just like I liked the song, and I was like, yeah, that song's cool. Like I like that. Yeah. And then, like when I seen that video, that's when I was really like, "Oh, that's NERD." So it it it, tri- it trips me out that you say that because you being such a musical person and having that ear, I thought you did. Did you uh, connect with the sounds? You know what I'm saying? Like you could like because that's how I figured out people. 
yeah. was I heard the sounds and then I was like, oh, that's what a Kanye beat sounds like. Yeah. That's what a, Fer- a Neptune's and a Pharrell beat sounds everybody like. Everybody back then had like their signature. Yeah. And it was just like, and it wasn't like a tag. It wasn't like fucking like Metro Boomin wants some more. Nigga. Yeah. It was like just a, a sound. And you could tell it was like, but then people started noticing that like when Pharrell produces shit, he does the the four bar. The dum, dum, dum. but he always does like the four shit whenever he like the four count whenever he produces a song i just know the get you bling like the neptune sound but see then around that time that's when they were using like the more like yeah like the the sense and like crazy shit um but yeah so i was looking at that album and i was like man you got lap dance things are getting better it's dope brain is dope provider is my shit i sing that at the top of my lungs <laughs> truth or dare that's the one with the khalees and yeah right i um, forgot khalees was on star trek that's that, crazy that may be my like least favorite one is truth or dare well may i don't know because sometimes i'm in the mood for um run to the sun run to the sun is my shit um stay together that's another dope one uh baby doll i would say Nah, see, that's another mood one. Sometimes I'm in the mood for it. Sometimes I'm not. Tape you. I'm always in the mood for that one. Am I high, though? <laughs> Am I high? Uh, yo, that's the shit like you ride through the city with your fucking windows down, like fucking hair blowing in the wind. Or if you ball, just let that shit out. <laughs> um, There's a few windows down songs for me. Yeah. Um, I throw that in there. Nas, the world is yours. Yo, I gotta have the windows down on that motherfucker. Yo, you want to know my other joint? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you good. Um, Jay Z, feeling it. Yeah, that one too. I'm feeling it. I can't even. I can't even fucking put my shit in drive yet. I gotta roll all the windows down, and then I gotta put that shit up, and then I gotta start driving, and then I'll play feeling it, and then soon, or even that, I think I wait till I get to the highway. And as soon as I get on highway, see, because you said you were deep diving, you were going back on Timbaland shit. I've actually uh, just been running up the the Nas playlist on Spotify recently. See, I've been fucking up, man, because Nas and like the last couple of joints, like he's put out, like fucking dope. Yeah, they are. And so I had to like go back and revisit his shit. My shit, like, so I'm definitely mostly Illmatic, but mm. it's just. Cause I saw a documentary and he fucking he asshole making fun of me in my documentaries, but um <laughs> I saw a documentary on Netflix about him and it was about like the creation of Illmatic, and it's like now every time I listen to a song on it, it it like man it picks me up and just puts me in like 1994 New York yeah with Tim's on and shit and like I'm I'm sitting there on the elliptical just thinking I'm on a fuck riding the subway and shit like listening to NY State of Mind or some shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, that whole album is, I mean, we know it's legendary and shit, but just when, when I go back and hear them shits, it's it's just so, ah, man, I can't even describe it, man. It's just like, it's a crazy feeling. It is. Like, any, like, that's a, that's like one of the mother, the old man things right now, but that's one of those things that differentiates me with the music now and then, like, I can put shit on from an artist that I like from way back in the day that like 
it takes you away yeah. it puts you in their shoes and it paints this vivid picture and now it's just it doesn't do that no more yeah like and that's that's like the disconnect for me and i, I guess that's how i realize i'm i'm fucking old i feel like some of the artistry is taken away from it a little bit just because niggas are more focused on streams yeah and you know getting shit up like that versus like them actually putting out some quality shit because i'm guaranteed like if you give these niggas some time like they could put out some quality shit like yeah. some real dope music but it's just like hey i get money doing this so whatever it's, like i'm yeah. just gonna keep putting out the same shit like it's, it's not as hard as it was back in the day it's the i get money and bitches don't want to hear that shit yeah. like you had to really prove that you were something back yeah. then like now it's just kind of like is it hot yeah okay cool we'll play it you know what I mean? Is the beat good? What's you your, ain't even got to be saying nothing. You what's can, your social media following? Yeah. Okay. We can put this out. All right. So just we're going to have this Timbaland beat. And you just get on there and go. <laughs> yeah. So um, so I got one more for the for the Windows Down joints. And it's uh, Mob Deep off the Infamous. Ooh. Give up the goods. Give up the goods? You remember that, Jane? Yeah. Um, I'll give you one because it has Mob Deep on it. Uh, 50 Cent Out of Control Remix. Yo. You no. That's a, that's God. Windows Down, and so is Rider Music. That's oh, another Windows Down. Fuck. I, I put Windows Down on both of those. Ah, uh, I think this we, is what you call Rider. Music. I think me and Rudy was talking about that shit because yeah. he was showing me a, a sample. He's like, "You recognize that sample?" And I was like, "And it took me a minute because I couldn't catch it. We were at um, Blue Box and it's loud as fuck. Yeah. And I was trying to hear it, and then like I start, I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "That's the, the original sample for the the joint." But yeah. Yo, rider music is my shit. Damn, there was another joint on um uh get in my car. Yeah. That Migos fucked up, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. It's all good. See, we go on these deep dives into the this music corner. We, you know, we we wanted to talk about Justin Timberlake, but we just got into all this other shit. This is just so much good music back in the day. There's some good music now. There's some good music. There's some people. Emphasis on some putting out some good shit um that earth gang album was actually really nice i fuck with that one yeah so um but yeah you know i think we just gonna have to like deep down it, it deep dive our favorite uh windows down song since you know summer's coming up we can we do like that. our summer anthems let's start putting together a list of windows down songs and uh see what we come up with going forward <laughs> and then maybe even put them together and I don't know, you can release your playlist on uh, Apple and I'll put mine on Spotify or something. Yeah, so we'll do that. We'll put them on uh, Apple, uh, Spotify, and Tidal, if you have Tidal. I've been rocking with Tidal a lot mm. lately. So, um, But yeah, shit, on that note, I think we're going to end this episode. Um, so, you know, as always, check us out on Instagram, uh, MySpace, Black Planet. Um, <laughs> what was it, Zanga? <laughs> Zanga. Plenty of fish. <laughs> yeah, AOL instant messenger um you can find us at the saucy boys pod on instagram both of our ads are on there so you know just you know follow the link click it up uh you know as always thanks for watching you're later and, and listening <laughs> bye guys <laughs>